All right, kids, you guys have your pajamas on, your teeth are brushed. I guess that we have just enough time for a quick bedtime story. What God wants for Christmas. And it's kind of special because we have a manger scene set up and some boxes we're going to be opening. So let's get into it. What God wants for Christmas. What God wants for Christmas. It's to you a surprise. In box number seven, it is disguised. But no peeking. Be patient. For this you must wait. It's what you offer him, and it's really great. All right, Adeline. You can go ahead and open box number one. It's an angel. It's Gabriel. In the beginning, God started the plan to bring about Christmas, and it would be grand. Here he would launch a gift-giving tradition. I'll tell how it started, so please pay attention. But before we get to the story's heart, let me explain how I play a part. I was involved a long time ago, an angel and speaker. It's God's words I know, for I stand in his presence. I'm Gabriel, and God wants you to hear the story I tell. For my words will offer his great gift to you, and you'll know what he wants when the story is through. What God wants for Christmas, it's to you a surprise. In box number seven, it is disguised. But no peeking, be patient, for this you must wait. It's what you offer him, and it's really great. Stand with us and sing. Hark the herald angels sing Glory to the newborn King Peace on earth and mercy mild God and sinners reconciled Joyful all ye nations rise Join the triumph of the skies With angelic hosts proclaim Christ is born in Bethlehem. Hark the herald angels sing. Glory to the newborn King. Christ by highest heaven adored. Christ the everlasting Lord. Late in time behold him come. Offspring of the virgin's womb Filled in flesh the Godhead see Hail the incarnate deity Pleased with men, with men to dwell Jesus, our Emmanuel Hark the herald angels sing Glory to the newborn King. Maybe seated. All right, Ari, go ahead. You can open box number two. Ooh, what could be in there? I think I know who that is. It's a girl. It's Mary. You want to put her up there? This story began when Isaiah did tell that a virgin would give birth to Emmanuel. That name is special. It means God with us. And one day in this child, many would trust. So when the time came, I was appointed to tell the young woman that she was anointed. I said to her, Mary, you're God's chosen one, and you will give birth to God's only son. How can this be? For this isn't typical. Indeed, it is not. We call it a miracle. God's Holy Spirit will help you give birth to God in the flesh. He'll live here on earth. God says to name this baby boy Jesus. Mary said, yes, may God do as he pleases. For I am his servant and I will obey. So God can use me in this special way. What God wants for Christmas, it's to you a surprise. In box number seven, it is disguised. But no peeking. Be patient. For this you must wait. It's what you offer him, and it's really great.
sons and daughters. Did you know that your baby boy has come to make you new? She'd be Jesus' mother. But moms need some help. She needed another. And Jesus would soon need a here-on-earth dad. God knew all that. Here's that plan that he had. God had a man named Joseph in mind. He'd make a good husband who's loving and kind. So one night God sent an angel to speak instructions to Joseph while he lay asleep. Joseph, take Mary. She'll be a good wife. This marriage is still God's plan for your life. God's spirit has given her a baby within. His name will be Jesus. He'll save you from sin. What God wants for Christmas, it's to you a surprise. In box number seven, it is disguised. But no peeking, be patient. For this you must wait. It's what you offer him, and it's really great. Own eyes. The message from the angel. 
to life And Joseph said, why me? I'm just a simple man of faith Why him with all the rulers in the Shadows for to 
This is a special one. After a while, there came a decree. Go back where you're from originally. So this couple set out to Bethlehem town. And when they arrived, they all looked around. But the inns were too full. No room for two guests. And Mary was tired. She needed to rest. All rooms are taken, the innkeeper said. But then an idea popped in his head. My stable's not much, but there you can stay. I'll give you this manger, a feed trough and hay. Later on, there, in the quiet of night, to Joseph and Mary's excited delight, she gave birth to God's son. It was not a surprise. God said it would happen, and he never lies. God gave the first gift that first Christmas day. He gave us the Christ, the babe in the hay. But that is not all. God wants something grand and offering to him the point of his plan. What God wants for Christmas, it's to you a surprise. In box number seven, it is disguised, but no peeking. Be patient. For this you must wait. It's what you offer him, and it's really great. Please stand with us again. Love incarnate, love divine Star and angels gave the sign How to be born bent at me The Savior of humanity To us a child is born He shall reign forevermore No will, no will Come and see what God has done 
The cattle are lowing, the baby awakes, but little Lord Jesus, no crying he makes. I love thee, Lord Jesus, look down from the sky, and stay by my cradle till morning is nigh. Be near me, Lord Jesus, I ask thee to stay. Close by me forever and love me, I pray. Bless all the dear children in thy tender care and fill us for heaven to live with thee there. You may be seated. Hey, Ari, let's open up box number five. See who's in there. That looks like a shepherd. Do you want to go put him on there? During the night, when all was quite still, shepherds were sheep watching out on a hill. A savior is born, boomed a rushing wind voice. I herald Messiah, it's time to rejoice. Now what stood before them, the angel in white, with eyes full of fire and stature of might. Go to Bethlehem now. In a stable you'll find a babe in a manger. That is your sign. Then finding a stable where they saw a light shine through the wallboards and into the night. The shepherds looked in, and what did they see? The manger, a baby. They fell to their knees. So this must be him. This is the sign. They had found Jesus, the Savior divine. These shepherds joined in the first celebration of Christmas because of this grand revelation. What God wants for Christmas, it's to you a surprise. In box number seven, it is disguised. But no peeking, be patient. For this you must wait. It's what you offer him, and it's really great. Stand and sing with us. First, why this jubilee? Why your joyous strains prolong? What the gladsome tidings be, which inspire your heavenly song?
All right, only two boxes left. Uh, Ari, go ahead. You can open it again. The next part of the story is about the wise man. Now way in the east lived some men who were wise. They saw a new star when they looked to the skies. This must be the star written here in our book. It tells of a king. Let's go take a look. So they followed this star till it finally rested, where Mary, the mother, and Jesus were nested. When they stepped inside, they all fell to the floor to worship the king. But then there was more. These men gave him frankincense, myrrh, and fine gold to honor the one the new star had foretold. Then, in a dream, they learned not to go back. By way of King Herod, he planned to attack. So they chose to go home a different way, the child's location they did not betray. As Mary thought through these events in her head, she said, God is so loving, protective, and kind. What God wants for Christmas, it's to you a surprise. In box number seven, it is disguised, but no peeking. Be patient, for this you must wait. It's what you offer him, and it's really great. Stand with us. we got a fun one for you. That's right. Samir, 
what God wants for Christmas. Now here's the surprise. In box number seven, where it's been disguised, peek in the box for so long you have waited. What God wants is you, the one he created. Me, you ask, why is this so? I cannot wrap me and put on a bow. No, you cannot, but what you can give are the choices you make in the life that you live. God wants you to know him and love him within. And this is called worship, an offering to him. To do this, trust Jesus, who died in your place when you didn't deserve him. That is called grace. Pray now and offer your life and your heart. Say, Jesus, I need you. I'd like a new start. Forgive me today for the sins I've committed, so one day in heaven I will be permitted. When you pray this decision, the heavens rejoice that you have made worship of God your life's choice. God wants you to know him, so choose every day to love God and thank God and give him all praise. Thank the family for reading for us today. Go ahead and turn that spotlight off and give me band lights if you would. Thank you. Luke chapter 2, 1 through 7. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria. And everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth into Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in clothes and placed him in a manger because there was no room available. We're here today to think about the arrival of Jesus. Now, our baby Jesus wasn't born on time. Our first baby Jesus, I lined up to be uh, born 1st of December, and and baby Jesus held out to just two days ago. So the Ross family had a healthy baby boy. Congratulations to the Ross family. Our baby backup Jesus was born, what, in October? Was it October? Ridge. Ridge O'Neill. Thankfully, he stepped in with grace. I appreciate that. (laughs) You know, there's a question that's always asked, and it's so cliche. I was almost afraid to even ask it. As we read this story in Luke 2, the question has always been, pastors for millennia have been standing up and, and asking this question, do you have room? Do you have room? It's interesting, the whole manger scene or the crash scene or whatever you want to call this, We set them up, and quite often we get it historically wrong. I told my wise men not to enter the stable because the wise men didn't show up for two years. Jesus was probably back in Bethlehem when they showed up. And we don't know how many animals exactly. A lot of our thoughts about the manger scene come from songs, and the songs are wrong. No crying he made. The Bible doesn't say that. I think Jesus was a normal baby, and he probably cried. Ridge, you've been knocking it out of the park, though. Good job, bud. (laughs) People get all bent out of shape. And you know what? I don't really mind if we do things a little off, if they're not exactly like it was. We usually show a barn scene. And there's so many questions about Mary showing up pregnant, (laughs) very pregnant, and there's no room. Innkeepers for millennia have often been little boys in bathrobes, and they have one line. No room. Slam the door. It really didn't happen like that. They didn't have inns like that. It wasn't a Motel 6. It wasn't a Comfort Inn. Basically, Joseph and Mary had to travel back to Joseph's homeland there in Bethlehem. He had family there. There would be family he'd be heading back to. But the problem is everybody was traveling. So everybody was getting someplace. Kind of like Christmas rush at the airports. Get there two and a half hours early, right? The news keeps telling us. Everybody was traveling because everybody had to head back to their hometown to be counted in this census. Mary and Joseph arrived probably a little late because the house was full. The other relatives had gotten there. And and really the word in means the guest room. It's inside the house. The house was full, but there was 
a place maybe in the basement of the house where they kept the animals. It was a brilliant idea. The animals were important money-wise, and, and they would keep the animals in with them, but they were down below underneath the house. It also created warmth at night. You know, if a bunch of animals are in there, besides the noise and the smell, you at least had some warmth. This is where Mary and Joseph probably headed, down beneath the lower level where the animals were. But the question has always been asked, do you have room? Probably not. It'd be easy to judge the house and say, well, why didn't you make room? Well, there was people there and it was post, they were supposed to be letting the other people come in and have a space and nobody did anything wrong per se, although I don't understand why somebody didn't give up the room. That's another story. But I don't think anybody was necessarily doing anything wrong. The rooms were filled because they were hosting and people had gotten there and, and just like you, I'm not going to ask you if you've made room for Jesus this year. Probably not. And I'm not saying that you've done anything wrong. It's just that we fill our lives with so many things. We're busy. I went out to Baldwin and Brown Road on Friday. Don't do that. Not before Christmas. And then for kicks, I went to Joslin and Brown Road. What was I thinking? Everybody's busy. Everybody's full. Everybody's running. And you are too. I'm thankful that you came today. I know you're busy and you have lots to do. So of course your heart's full. Here's the key. Jesus isn't asking for you to make a little space in your heart for him. See, God sent his son as this lowly baby. But he lived for 33 and a half years and he died on a cross for your sins and my sins. And because of that, he doesn't ask for a little space. He's not asking for you to shove some things out of the way so you can fit him in. No. The God of the universe sent Jesus and he asked you to give your life to him. He's not asking for room in your heart. He wants you to give him all of you. That's why in box number seven, it was the mirror. What does God want for Christmas? He wants you and all of you. My question isn't, do you have room for Jesus today? My question is, have you come to the point in your life when you realize you need Jesus? And are you ready to... Tell God that you know you're a sinner and, and that you ask him to forgive your sin and come into your life as Savior and Lord. There's a poem by Christina Rossetti and it says this, What shall I give him, poor as I am? If I were a shepherd, I'd give him a lamb. If I were a wise man, I'd do my part. What shall I give him? I'll give him my heart. Have you given all of yourself? God's given everything. For you, There was a Christian band in the 80s, I loved Agarmo and Key, and they famously wrote the song, He died for me, I'll live for him. He died for me, I'll live for him. Have you surrendered your life to God? That's why he sent Jesus, so that you can be in a full relationship with him. The Bible says clearly in, first, or in John 1.12, To all who receive him, to those who believe in him, he gave the right to become the children of God. Have you received him? Have you asked him to be the Lord of your life today? I want to pray and let you know that if you need to do that, do it where you're at. It's simple. You just simply need to ask him to forgive you of your sin and come into your life as Savior and Lord. Let's pray. Father God, I thank you now. I thank you for uh, everything you've done for us. I thank you for this beautiful Christmas scene, the baby in the manger, Mary and Joseph shepherds who got told first and got to be on the scene. God, I'm thankful for everything you've told us in scripture about this day. Now I pray that people hearing this would not just make a little room, but God, you want all of us. You want our hearts. You want us to surrender to you, come in and be the Lord of our lives. God, I pray if anyone here today has not started a relationship with Jesus, that today would be the day they say, I'm all in. Not just a little bit of me or not just when I'm available, but I'm all in. And I pray for them in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, we need to do some transferring stuff. Uh, Doug, would you take this mirror? One thing I haven't thought of is where this goes. Just go ahead and take this backstage somewhere and let Tracy and Phil get free. Well, we're at that beautiful part of the service where we switch over to white lights again. Let me get the right setting. 
Nope. Yes. We're going to have Phil and Tracy sing Oh Holy Night while Pastor Ted and I, if he'd come and join me here, we're going to light the candles and then we'll begin to light the candles. Help us by spreading the light throughout the room as they sing Oh Holy Night. And then uh, we will all sing Silent Night together with the candles lit.
crown yon virgin mother and child, holy infant so tender and mild, sleep in heavenly peace, sleep in heavenly peace. Silent night, holy night, shepherds quail at the side, glory stream from heaven afar, heavenly hosts sing Why don't you take those candles and put them in the air? Let's sing Silent Night. Silent Night. Just the voices. Holy candles out leave them upright turn on the house lights for a second now i learned this in the past i would always say let's thank everybody and clap and you're holding a candle with wax so no clapping but uh you're gonna say yes when i ask you did you enjoy our family reading for us today yes did you enjoy our band and all the work they did leading our singing how about our manger scene and our angel in the weird light I'm going to fix that for the next service. It turned out to be creepy, not special. I, I, it, it hit you right in the face, Spencer. You did a great job, though. Did you enjoy yourself this morning? Hey, you have a wonderful Christmas Eve and a wonderful Christmas. Let me pray you out. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you that we're so blessed that we can come and recount the story. We're thankful for all the people that participated in the one sheep, too. God, we pray that we would enjoy our Christmas Eve with family and friends. And God, that Christmas would be special as we remember who you are. And God, I pray that we wouldn't just make room for you, but we'd give you our lives. That's what you want for Christmas. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless. Go in peace.
the 